0: The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station.
2: Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we've got a great show today, Rob. We've got Dwight Zimmerman, who's going to come on. We've got author Steve Repack, and then
3: our happy baby, happy food, uh, Victoria Smith. So I'm excited for today's show. We have a lot to talk about today, and interestingly, uh, an interesting gambit today. I'm anxious to talk a little bit with Dwight today. Um, we've been trying to get Steve, our uh, our roving reporter out to do a couple of locations and we were at Fort Ticonderoga uh, a couple weekends ago and just to talk about rich with history and time and time again I just am so delighted when we have somebody like Dwight who's bringing in the the historical element and some interesting facts that we may not you, you, you get the big picture but sometimes you don't get the behind the scenes pictures or the the smaller details uh, That those are the things that are so interesting so
2: oh i'm all cliff clavin over that you know cliff <laughs> clavin just had the best like little tidbits i know he was the mailman <sighs> you know from what yes was it? yeah, and he yeah. Just- all I remember is his whole, he's like, hey, you know, Noami, this is, you know, whatever he's going to say. And uh, that's all I remember from the Cheers episode were all the funny little
3: tidbits he had or interesting tidbits. Just so interesting. And then I'm really excited to talk to our guest, uh, Steve Repack. He he wrote a wonderful book called Dollars and Uncommon Sense, Basic Training for Your Money. And I am just pouring through this (laughs) because I think no matter how... um, Either secure you feel, or or maybe you're out of control. It, it always helps to have somebody ground you. Well, <laughs> and I you would say a out of
2: control, <laughs> single mother of two, up to my ears in debt, eyeballs, eyeballs. Yeah, that was a good read.
3: <laughs> really was, really, really was. And then, um, you know, I was pouring over the the internet this this past week, and there was a couple of things. One of the interesting things that I picked up on the website, which is going to sort of lead into um our happy family guest that's coming on uh talking about whole foods and and organic foods and uh the right choices to make no matter where we are in the country did you see this article that or i, I found this press release from the commissaries uh about some food recalls oh so, no i didn't i didn't yeah yeah um and I, I kind of wanted to bring this to people's attention because obviously when you're at a post and you are sort of at the mercy of of the commissary it's really kind of nice to know whether you should be picking certain things up it's at commissaries dot com and then there's a slash Press room. So you just go to the press room once you um, get to commissaries.com. And there's, this, there's a couple of uh, articles that they're citing here about. Um, oh, now. I- what was recalled? Well, um, there has been some Hamburg recently that's been recalled. Um, Hearts Mountain recalled some of Wardley beta fish food, (laughs) if you don't want your fish to die. (laughs) Coca-Cola recalls some certain Minute Maid juices. Oh. Uh, Yep. Hood recalled some cottage cheese items. (gasps) I just ate Uh, cottage cheese today for lunch. Bimbo Bakeries. Now, this is a new product that I've seen on our shelves out here in New England, a fairly new product. It's called Bimbo Bakeries, and it almost looks like Wonder Bread, the the wrapper. It's very close to the Wonder Bread wrapper with the colors. Uh, They were called hamburger hot dog rolls for for some of their brands. Wow. Nestle has recently, and this is, I'm going back about a month's time. Uh, in May, for example, Nestle recalled some frozen pizzas. So, I mean, you, you just kind of have to keep an eye on these kinds of things. Uh, I'm sure it's, I mean, I've been in industry, I understand how things can, can get, get past the inspection and whatnot. But um, I really respect these companies for saying, hey, well, you know, there's, there's an issue, yeah, we'll, we'll take care of it, just we don't want people getting sick. I, I just really think that that's, that's great that these companies are stepping up to it. Absolutely, absolutely. Bimbo's out of uh,
2: Pennsylvania, I think. They're they have Entimans, they have Fryhoffers, their donuts.
3: They have a lot of brands. Um, oh, their other company. I didn't realize that what they were.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're a great big company. They have bimbo stuff out here, um, and we didn't have it back east. I remember growing up because I know when I moved out here, every time I'd go shopping, I would see the name of that brand and just just, just die laughing because I'm immature, and
3: I can't look at a product and not say bimbo without laughing. I, I was with my daughter yesterday at the grocery store, and I was looking for their honey wheat because they happen to make a good honey wheat bread. And I'm standing in the aisle, and I'm going, it's called." Bumbo, bimbo, bimbo, bumbo is. <laughs> and the woman walking behind me just thought that I was really a little odd so
2: well you gotta go because you know you think of that thing where you make your street and your hometown or whatever and it gives your porn name well I just think Bimbo Honey Wheat is just a winner for me I'm Honey Wheat by Bimbo
4: love it
3: oh my goodness I love getting silly well anyway so that is there again uh, the website is www.commissaries.com that's plural and then and go to their press room and find the press releases. And you will find all of these wonderful articles. Um, better be safe than sorry. And Bimbo honey wheat was not recalled. <laughs> no, it doesn't say that. So <laughs> it might have been I feel- tested, but she wasn't recalled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Let's see. What else do we have uh, in, uh, in the news t- this week? Let me see. We had a couple of articles that I was... Um, Oh, 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 I know what I want to talk about. There was some um, free passes. Let me get this website up for, because there again, we have kind of talking with our roving reporter uh, in the last couple of weeks about some things to do with the families and whatnot over, over summer vacation. Has summer vacation started for you yet?
2: Oh, my God, yes. We were in the 99-Cent store and, you know, buying stuff, and my kids got in a fight, and I was, like, yelling at them, and then we left, and we left one of our bags, and we went back. And do you know the 99-Cent store has cameras that actually watch the bagging? And she came back, and she's like, ma'am, the $200,000 bars and the crayons were absolutely put in your bag. And, of course, I went back and looked in the trunk. There they were. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Because, you know, every parent can relate to that. You're like, you guys are so great. The minute we stand in line at a grocery store, you really, you got
3: to start hitting each other? Really? I know, I know. And I, I don't know why. It just, it, It's either that or on the telephone. You, you can be on the phone with a client, and all of a sudden it's like World War III in the back. Oh, gosh. Well, anyway, there's free military annual pass to federal recreation sites. Um, there are some... Uh, Passes that will allow all active-duty Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard service members, as well as most Reserve and National Guard members. Now, this was found on the National Military Family Association website. So many of you probably already do frequent this website for all of your up-to-date information. But if you'd like to go to know more about this, it's at militaryfamily.org. Go under Publications and look for the e-newsletter letters uh, for the military family topics, and you will find all the information. And it's also going to give you a list of sites that uh, they have passes as well. So uh, I just think if, if you can find a place, or what Stephen is even finding, too, don't be hesitant to show your um, your veteran card, your, your um, the fact that you were a veteran, there are so many places. We were at, as I mentioned before, Fort Ticonderoga. The first thing the woman said was, are you a veteran? And he whipped that card right out, and we got a discount for the admission. So um, it's it's really important to remember to bring that ID, whether you're active or whether uh, you're a veteran. Be sure to bring that card with you.
2: Oh, yeah, saved my dad like, you know, whatever, almost $300. He had to buy that washer and dryer. At Home Depot, he got his senior discount and his veteran discount, so he got 25% off his $1,500 purchase. So I can't even do the math. It's that high, but he loves me, and he thinks I'm the smartest kid that he's ever had because I saved him that much money. And all I did was say, hey, Dad, make sure you show your veteran card.
3: That's right. Well, and Steve did the same thing over at our Lowe's. Uh, we just needed a new showerhead, but he says, I'm going all the way to Lowe's because I want to get my discount. <laughs> So there's a plug for Lowe's and and where and all all of those kinds of places. We thank them, though. I mean, we should give them a plug if they're going to honor our veterans. Then I think we should give them plugs. I think so. Well, coming up, let's see. Uh, I'm, I'm not I'm talking because my sound feed is sketchy. Is it still sketchy? You know, I've got a little funny, sketchy feed, too, and I'm not quite sure what's going on. Um, Who knows what the ozone is doing? Oh, uh, real quick before the break, we're going to have Dwight Zimmerman joining us in just a moment. I wanted to uh, give a little plug to San Diego for giving their veteran or their military families Christmas in June. I don't know if you saw the article, but Hmm. more than 500 members of military families who were separated by deployment during this past holiday season were able to celebrate and catch up on their holiday uh, with a big celebration um, at the Murphy Canyon Youth Center. Hmm. So, love that pretty cool so all of these uh, guys and gals who came home uh, and missed Christmas, got a chance to have everything, and I love it because the picture that they put on the website had a bunch of kids, and what were they eating but Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> Yay, shameless plug for the Girl Scouts. I know, I'm sorry I had to do that. <laughs> well, you know, we have Dwight coming on. Dwight Zimmerman has been the president of the uh, Military Writers Society of America this past year. He's coming on. To, we haven't chatted with him in a bit. He's going to come on today, and we're going to talk a little bit um, about the upcoming conference that the Military Writers Society is having. He's also got some World War II, uh, you almost want to call it trivia. He oh has uh, <laughs> doing um, a series
1: for the...
5: And strap yourself in for a fun, down-to-earth, enthusiastic, compassionate, easy-to-understand discussion on the unlimited ways you can be all that you want to be. Join us for Bee Institute Radio with Christine McKee on Toginet Radio. Each week, Christine will have lively and open discussions and interviews, share stories and case studies, and hear from experts on the topic of the week. Christine, a registered psychologist from Australia and published author of Be by Design, How I Be Is Up To Me, hosts lively discussions and interviews every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Are you yearning to connect with those close to you who have passed on? Do you feel you'd be more at peace or more in balance in your life if you could only have that connection? Now you do. It's time for Alex Laws and the Alex Laws Hour. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Alex discovered an incredible balance that allowed him to listen and receive messages from the other side. Not your traditional psychic medium. Alex has spent the last 27 years as an endurance athlete and entrepreneur. At the core of Alex's abilities is his knowing that in order to open one's soul to the universe, one must open their heart to being authentic. The wisdom Alex has shared from those beyond the veil has helped at an international level and changed people's lives and sometimes, too, their direction in life. Need help with your life or business direction? Tap into the spiritual realm of Alex Laws. For more information, check out AlexLaws.com. Then join us for the Alex Laws Hour with Alex Laws. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central here on The Rock. Star Radio Network. We'll put a boot in your ass. It's the American way. Help the Sam, put your name at the top of his list and a statue of liberty started sick.
1: Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on Toginet.com covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system it's more fun than a sale at the Bx now let's get back to it it's military mom talk radio here again are your hosts Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd
2: hey military moms this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Robin Boyd and Robin I wanted to qualify my oh no when you said world war II trivia <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, I grew up in a house with a dad who was like the World War II king. I mean, our neighbor collected World War II memorabilia. My dad watched like every, every episode of Victory at Sea, so much so that when I first traveled to Europe, I was shocked it was in color and not black and white because of all the video footage I had seen. <laughs> and then I went through the New York State high school system, which you'll love this. Uh, my year, we got to take electives, and I managed for those four years to, not take american history from like world war one onward so oh. i effectively i'm going to be stumped if he brings up any trivia questions so if we want to play how dumb is the host be my guest
3: oh my goodness well we'll see we'll see if we uh if if we can come up somewhere with with some answers let's say hi to dwight welcome dwight
4: uh well thank you sandra and robin uh, it's great to be <laughs> back on your show
2: it is. It's so good to have you. I love when you post articles around the web because then I can call my dad and look really smart.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to tell you, you know, that uh, World War II 70th anniversary series of articles that I'm doing for Defense Media Network. It is so much fun. Um, I, uh, I, my father uh, was in the Seventh Army. Uh, in other words, a World War II veteran, you know, and I grew up, you know, hearing about, you know, all of the you know, uh, events in World War II, and uh, you know, and then when you know, I got to uh, my writing career and started writing about uh, the varying events. I pitched to my editor at the Events Media Network. I said, "Look, we have." obviously all the major events going on and you know, the battles of this the, the political e- events, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera said so the thrust here is to do as Paul Harvey did you know in his you know classic you know, series, the rest of the story mm-hmm. And that's where I you know slid in and even in major events try and find, the little-known or un, or since-forgotten aspect of it, and it has been so fascinating. I got into the origin of spam. You know, the 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 processed meat that was uh, so ubiquitous that uh, soldiers, sailors, and marines, and everybody. They hated the stuff after a while. <laughs> I
2: think we all <laughs> did. I think it's safe to say, we all did. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, you know, and and you know, and to discover that there was a uh, U.S. Navy pilot who who found the battleship Bismarck, but because the United States was neutral at the time, his presence in that PBY Catalina. That was operated by a crew of uh, Royal Air Force, uh, a Royal Air Force crew. That had to be top secret. Hmm. But he wound up getting a medal for it, and I'm sure that when people, you know, subsequently said, "Hey, why would you get that?" Uh, it was a major medal. I, I forget what it was at the time, but it was a big one. Uh, and he had to dance around it because he couldn't do this. Now, who interviewed him, de- debriefed him on that sort of thing? Charles, Captain Charles Lockwood, who later became Admiral Charles Lockwood in charge of uh, all our Pacific Fleet submarines uh, during the war. I mean, this is so, what's so fascinating and fun about when you, you're diving into this. And yeah, then the other part is uh, on the USS Lexington with um, in the Battle of Coral Sea, Admiral Wags, you know, a, uh, who was the, uh, the pet of uh, a dog, a pet of uh, the captain uh, of the Lexington, and telling that whole story about uh, Admiral Wags, which turned out to Turned into a book written by the wife of the, the captain. Yeah. I
3: mean, it is, it's just fun. <laughs> now, seeing that we have a blonde host for this show, you're going to have to tell us what blonde hair, what impact blonde hair had to World War II. Oh,
4: my God. Yes. Oh, God. That was the biggest surprise so far you know, in my research on all of this. Okay, a little bit of background. Um, I was asked by my publisher uh, I, I, uh, to do the research for what's going to be the New York Times Complete History of World War II, which is going to be released in uh, November of this year. Oh, that's so exciting. I had you know, access to the entire New York Times archives you know, four-world or two. and let me tell you i'm i'm just you know oh boy i'm I, i'm like this little kid in the candy store at that point
3: mhm
4: uh, now this is yeah i have to say this is all digital you know so i'm not going into this musty room and you know flipping through you know newspaper pages thank god uh, and as i'm going through you know the you know, you know the articles and everything like that i see this headline about blonde hair for the war movement and I'm going huh so you know, I you know, punch punch in to access it and what it was is apparently blonde hair so long as it had never been treated you know permanent or with curling irons or you know any bleaching or anything like that blonde hair was very sensitive to changes in both uh, moisture and atmospheric pressure that you could scientifically identify, you know, all the different changes, you know, measure it, you know, to a very fine point.
2: Wow. So, So that's why I get frizzy hair when
3: it's hot or I go to higher elevations.
4: exactly. Exactly. Uh,
3: so, did they make sure that they had blonde uh, troops that were in in their in their uh, uh, element, so that they could uh, determine whether? That's, no.
4: Yeah. Uh, well, actually, where this came uh, was the War Department, uh, which was the Army side uh, prior to the Department of Defense. You know, the Navy and the Army had two separate departments, uh, cabinet level departments. Uh, The Navy was uh, the Navy Department and the Army was the War Department, Mm -hmm. uh, which was also responsible for the Air Force. And what it was is the War Department put out a statement to, you know, basically a uh, uh, request, you know, through the newspapers requesting blonde hair as a strategic Material for the war effort. Yeah, you know, I mean, imagine that. Uh, wow. you know, so, uh, obviously I could have been
2: you know, famous.
4: Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going. What? yo know, Wow. I, I I I've got to find out more about this. And as it turned out, as I said, uh, it was. You know, it could not be treated in any other way. So that obviously meant it had to be from kids. You know, young women. You know, girls. You know. You know, grade school, you know, middle school aged, and as I'm doing the further research, I'm seeing these girls, you know, stepping up and saying, "Yes, patriotically saying, I want to contribute." They would grow their hair, you know, a foot or uh, or longer. Uh, they would bundle it up, you know, at at night, uh, and they would make sure that. When they washed it, it was just a regular shampoo. In other words, nothing really strong. Oh,
3: my gosh. Yes, and,
4: uh, you know, there was a uh, young girl, uh, newspaper reports, you know, uh, Long Island, my home state of North Dakota, which I'm very proud of, uh, you know, and in Colorado, you know, and then obviously various other, you know, places. And not only that, they got a lot of money for their contribution. Uh, it amounted to a month's pay for wow. them. There you go,
2: Sam. See, you could sign. I know. I sell my hair better than selling my body <laughs> to pay my mortgage.
4: <laughs> <laughs> and I, for th- a good before? cause. You know, everything, I, it was just such a fascinating story. And that this is. is where I, 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 I just so love doing this stuff.
3: Dwight, we've got two minutes before our break. Where can people find more of these stories? Because I'm sure people are just as intrigued as we are.
4: Yes. Well, the good thing is it, it, it's uh, you know, free access. It's defensemedianetwork.com, mm-hmm. www.defensemedianetwork.com. And you get onto the site and you go to the tags that talk World War Two Seventieth Anniversary, Uh, World War II, Special Operations, or you use my name, Dwight John Zimmerman. I have more than 200 articles uh, posted there.
3: You have been very prolific.
4: (laughs) Well, I live in Brooklyn, New York, which is kind of a high-rent district, so it's either that or I'm out in the street. (laughs)
3: <laughs> yep, side by side with me. That's what I said. But now I can sell my blonde hair. Oh gosh, Dwight. And uh, next time, uh, after you go to uh, it's Dayton, Ohio this year, correct for the military conference? Military that is
4: correct. Conference? Yep, yep. It's our second year there, and I'm so looking forward to it.
3: Well, you'll have to be back to give us a report on that because all of the people that will be featured at this conference are certainly going to be uh, noted, and we want to make sure that we are in tune with all of the up-and-coming books that are, are produced by Military Writers' Society of America. Thank you. Thanks for being with us today. It's always so much fun with you, Dwight. Thank you.
4: <laughs> I appreciate it. No, it's fun to be here. I'm so happy to be a part of it.
3: Oh, thanks. We'll be in touch after the conference. Okay. (laughs) Coming up up after the break, we've got Steve Repack in Dollars and Uncommon Sense, this Army veteran and certified financial planner. will show you how and why to use Uncommon Sense to get your finances back on track. Be back in a moment.
1: Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system? Keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. And we'll be right back after these.
5: Have you ever wondered why America is facing such a health care crisis? Then join us for Dr. Peter DeVette Live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Dr. doctor. doctor. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. You'll find out about the roots of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic approach, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness, how emotions are directly related to physical illness, and how to read your body like a book. Dr. DeVette will also go through your personal questions, and how you can navigate through the illness maze. Supplements, medications, therapies, treatment options, surgeries, all kinds of things related to your health. Dr. Peter DeVent Live, every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com.
1: What does success mean to you? Money? Power? Fame?
5: There ain't no doubt I love this land God bless the USA
1: Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com
2: Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And for those of you that missed the first half of the show, you can check us out on iTunes under Military Mom Talk Radio. You can also go to the .com to listen to our over one hundred and fifty one hour episodes at .com, or you can go to our host station at .com and pull up our shows from there. Rob, we're going to talk about money. We're going to switch gears. Yeah. Well, I guess we were talking about selling our hair for money, so...
3: <laughs> Not that big a stretch. Money, money, money. All right. We need to do it oh, right. We need money, to do it right. More. Yes. Well, we have Steve Repack joining us, and his book is entitled Dollars in Uncommon Sense, Basic Training for Your Money. So talk about getting your boots on, and I've got to tell you, the first chapter right away, change the way you think. Let's talk to Steve and find out what this is all about. Welcome, Steve.
0: Thanks for having me on, Sandra Robin.
3: Oh, it's nice to have you.
2: Even if you are going to tell me to spend less.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just, just a little bit, not a lot. Just a little.
2: Oh, would they say like save ten percent of your paycheck? I'm like, yeah, right. But okay. <laughs> so, give us some information on how we can better uh, use our funds because I know in this market everybody's hurting. I don't
3: know anybody who's not. Do you, Rob? I don't, and the thing is, is, is I think what's difficult is um, planning is usually based on unknown. We know we'll have X money coming in. We know what our overhead, but sometimes things are a little sketchy these days. So, Steve, what are you telling some people? First of all, what did, why did you begin to uh, think that it was important for this book to be out there for people?
0: You know, a few, you know, a few years ago, I was doing some consulting for the, the Department of Defense. It was actually a, like a guard unit uh, for a unit that was fixing to deploy to to Iraq. And after, I, and it was, and you couldn't everybody was like in civilian clothing, so you couldn't tell the military from the uh, from the civilians. And uh, this gentleman, he was about 65 years old. He came up to me after the event. He goes, "Steve, you know, thanks for sharing all this information with us. And you know, I wish somebody would have talked to me a lot younger, and maybe I would have made so many mistakes. And and so I, I you know, I thanked him for his compliment. And then I asked him, I says, you know, do you have maybe a child or grandchild that's fixing, the, you know, that, that's deploying? Because he was so old. And I remember him, you know, putting his head down. He goes, he says, no, Steve, he says, you know, I'm actually volunteering. This is my, you know, third deployment in the last five years that I've volunteered for. And he said he used that extra money that he made from his first two deployments to, to get out of credit card debt. And this last deployment he's going to use to, uh, you know, build up his savings. And I was just thinking to myself that, gosh, you know, if he said that, hey, Steve, you know, I'm deploying because, you know, I love my country you know i understand that but uh to put your life on the line because your finances are a mess it kind of broke my heart and i was like thinking you know what can i do you know what how can i use my talents and abilities to share with others you know the knowledge that i have about money and so i went off on you know writing a book
3: hmm And I'm sure so many years of your experiences have just poured into this book. Was this completely uh, your own experiences, or did you actually reach out and have some, um, some other resources to pull this information together?
0: No, the truth is that you know I I, I told my own you know story because you know you hear a lot of you know people writing finance books and they you know they're making all this money and they just really mm. they've probably have never suffered but you know here I am you know I, I actually spent 12 years in the army I left the army with thirty two thousand dollars worth of credit card debt so I, you know I, I didn't have stuff handed to me you know I, I I learned my lessons through the life of hard knocks and the I, I thing that was ironic is that I left the military with all this debt and I got into personal Finance so here, here Steve was giving people <laughs> personal finance advice, and my finances were just a mess and I, and I started learning from my wealth builders that it, it, it didn't matter how much money that they had, it was the way they thought about money that determined you know, how much money they had, and I'm like thinking, gosh, I could apply some of these same principles to my own finances, and it was able to help me do a better job and you know definitely help people you know change the way they think about money.
3: Yeah. That's the first chapter in your book. Uh, Change the way you think. What, what do you mean by that?
0: You no, know, it's, it's just like with me. when I was in the military. You know, here I was a private too. I was, you know, I got, in, you know, got, got in a little bit of credit card debt, and and I thought, you know, as soon as I make e three, I'm gonna be making more money, and all my financial problems would go away. And you know, I say that when I was an E-4, and then I got promoted to a sergeant, and then a staff sergeant, and here I am, an E-7, sergeant first class with all this debt, and, and the first thing I had to realize that it didn't matter how much I made, it, you know, what what I spent determined what I had left over at the end of the month, and, you know, you, you can watch those TV specials about those people that win the lottery, and they usually end up bankrupt worse off than, you know, be, before they even won the lottery, so that's one of the things that you have to change, is that it does... It doesn't have. It doesn't matter how much you make, but it it depends on what you're spending. That will uh, determine how much money you have left over at the end of the month.
5: Hmm.
2: That's true. I mean, I will say that you know, my high, you know, when I was that manager in Beverly Hills for Coldwell Banker, I spent as much as I made, and it, you know, it goes up and down. My spending went up and down with my paycheck. I mean, I really wasn't that conscious of it, which is why I'm broke now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and you could look I mean, if you look in the military, you can take a you know, a sergeant, you know, married with three kids you know, been in for 10 years, he has $10,000 in savings with no credit card debt, and you can take his, you know, the next sergeant, you know, same situation, been in for 10 years, you know, married with three kids, and he'll have $15,000 with credit card debt with no savings. So they both make the same amount of money, it's just one of them just puts money away and spends less than what they make and doesn't have a lot of debt, and like, there's no secrets out there, there's no get-rich schemes, you know, those those things just don't, don't work, but it It just takes, you know, the same discipline you learn in the military, like sacrifice and accountability and leadership, and, you know, apply that to your money, and you can sit there and change your finances around.
3: Mm. So why
2: is it so hard um, for military families to save? Because, you know, we hear this all the time.
0: You know, it, 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 it. and it's not just the military and civilians, but I think that it's more uh, it's more prevalent in the military just because of the amount of deployments and stress that you're under. And think of this: that when you spend money, it's a it's a coping mechanism the stress. And, I, and I, you know, I get to speak to a lot of you know to a lot of soldiers and families about this subject. And i, don't, it, I, I make it a joke, but it's really not funny. But you know, people if they come back from deployment, you know, they're doing one or three things: they're either drinking more, beating their spouse, or spending more money. And, and that's just the way that people release, you know, that's how they, 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 they cope with their stress. So you're in out, you know, all this stress, you spend a lot of money. Or you come from a family, you know, you just come from humble beginnings where you just really didn't have this type of money. And you, just, so you just spend it because it makes you feel good. And that, 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 that high, that spending high, those endorphins wear off, so then you're back at the BX or PX out there charging another stereo or buying another video game or, or you know, going to, to Disney World.
2: Right, or doing it for your kids. I see that with, you know, not only with my deployment friends, but my single mom friends. I'm a single mom with two little boys, and, you know, you feel guilty. And so you end up, you know, buying things for your kids that I know I normally wouldn't buy if I was married, and I could provide a father figure for them. But instead, you know, it's like, you know, I cave on some of this stuff, and I know I shouldn't, but guilt, you know, emotions are powerful things.
0: They do, and that's why it's like to change the way you think about money. It's it's emotional, you know. when, When we make... Uh, financial decisions, I mean, we let our emo- emotions affect them, and that's why we get in so much trouble, and, uh, you know, as soon as you can sit there and get control of those emotions, you can start making better better financial decisions, but it's, it's tough. It's not easy. You know, I didn't get out of credit card debt overnight. It took, you know, it took a few years. It took a lot of sacrifice, and, you know, I can't go out to eat as much, and I can't be wasting money, and I can't be spending on this, and, you know, it's just something that is just tough. But if you if you go through life or saying, okay, I'll do it next year, next year, next year, I mean, you're going to be 70 years old, still working, you know, wondering why mm. you can never retire. So, you, you know, you have to, to, to admit that you have a spending problem and just come to grips with it and start making some sacrifices, Just just some small sacrifices.
2: Do you think men and women differ in their viewpoint of money, like the emotional attachment to
0: it? I think they do, and and it's kind of weird. And I hate the you know I hate the you know generalized things or put you know I think of it like this: is that. It seems like women—they like to spend a lot on little stuff, like little knickknacks. But you take a t- take a guy; they usually have those, big, you know, those big ticket items. You know, the boat, the motorcycles, the big stuff. But you know, at the end of the day, it's still money. And if you add it all up, it comes out to be the same. So you know, between men and women, we both like to spend money. We both like to waste money, and it makes us feel good when we spend it.
3: That's true. Well, Sometimes, you know, it's, it's not always the, the, the pleasure, but it's also the necessity. And I think there are times, too, you know, when, when you're PCSing and you've got to be all of a sudden you're in a colder climate, you've got to buy coats and shoes and boots for the whole kit and caboodle. So there's certainly a lot of unknowns, I think, that are out there. Steve, where can uh, we've only got two minutes? Where can people go to find a little more advice and uh, maybe find some resources from
0: you? Well, you you can visit my website dollarsanduncommonsense dot But you know, for the for the military, I definitely I like militarysaves.org. dot um, org. They have some great information. Uh, they have newsletters and, and pledges, and nobody's trying to sell you anything, which is a great thing. So you know, militarysaves org is a great resource to to uh, to you know to get a newsletter, get some more information, and like says, you can stop on web, my website Dollars and Uncommon sense and, and check my book.
3: Out. i was just gonna say and that's also where we'll find your book dollars and uncommon sense basic training for your money steve repack and his last name is spelled r-e-p-a-k and we appreciate it so much steve having you on and giving us at least a little courage to know that we can do it
0: <laughs> thanks for having me on guys i appreciate it
3: you take care thank right, you take care. bye-bye Well, coming up, Sandra, we've got a really great gal, Victoria Smith, is coming from the Happy Family brands. Uh, Today, Happy Family provides organic foods for babies, toddlers, kids, and even adults. Delicious, convenient, and made with a mother's touch for all ages and all stages. What could be happier than that? Happy Foods and Family brand. We will be back in a moment with them. And uh, again, don't forget to check us out on iTunes if you haven't heard the rest of this show you'll want to catch it as well as all of the other 150 shows we got in the bank uh we're so glad that you're here with us today be back in a moment with victoria smith
5: Start living inspired. Be here for Living Inspired with Trisha Goyer Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central on TogiNet.com. Trisha will dig deep into topics that matter most to women, inspiring women to make a change in their own lives and to make a difference in the world, and maybe even deep within their own hearts. Trisha is a wife, mom, speaker, family expert, and author of 24 books. Thursday afternoons at 4, 3 p.m. Central, on toginet.com. We'll put a boot in your ass, it's the American way. Help Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list, and a
4: statue of liberty started shaking.
1: Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd.
2: Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Robin Boyd. I know I was like choking on some of these cucumbers I'm slicing up. I'm making butter pickles today, Rob. <laughs>
3: i love it um you know i have got to get more into canning it's something that i haven't done much and uh now this year i'm really going to give it a go so well you know the nice thing
2: i like about making these pickles is like you know it's like fresh produce season and then you put them in the jar and then put them in the fridge it's not like you got to steam them and shut the jars and all that crazy stuff they're just easy oh that's interesting
3: i'm gonna have to get your recipe
2: you must and I got to tell you you know even though we have been paid no promotional uh, fee to have uh, the happy family uh, brands on I did get a box of their samples and I mean we were so hungry the day it came we'd gone to the post office to pick up stuff the kids or after school, they tore into that because they're, now they're like, they know when radio show boxes of <laughs> stuff come. It's going to be good stuff. And, I mean, we ate almost all of it. I mean, there was some of the baby food that we didn't eat, but a lot of it, we'll tell you, went right onto the oatmeal, went right into the yogurt. Um, It was so good. And even the little baby snacks. The ki- You know, my kids are six and nine, and they're like, oh, my God, we're going to eat this. we got to try it. And they oh, were delicious. Gosh.
3: How yeah, wonderful. we had a couple of babies
2: come over, and Christy's baby, my uh, old co-host for Motherhood mm-hmm. Talk Radio, brought over her, you know, little eight-month-old, then we had the one-year-old, Diane's little sister, and we just went to town on all that stuff. It was delicious. I mean, it was good for me, too. I know that sounds silly, but, um, you know, sometimes baby food tastes pretty bad.
3: Well, I am see that we have a tried-and-true uh, testimonial right here on Military Mom Talk Radio. <laughs> Sandra Beck, host of Military Mom Talk Radio, eats baby food and likes it. Love it. Let's say hi to Victoria. Hi, Victoria Smith. <laughs> hi, how are you guys? Thanks
2: for having me. Wonderful, wonderful. So I did you hear what I said about your products, that we ate all of them and loved them?
6: That's awesome. I mean, that's that's it's for soldiers downrange. So if the, the spouses can send them product, whether it's the you know the husband or the wife downrange, they can send it to them, and they can have a piece of home organic food while they're down there. So that's exactly you know the line for the adult. So. And well,
2: we get we the kids stuff. Thing. We just ate everything in the box. You send it to us, we will eat it. That's our <laughs> motto. <laughs> well,
6: I'm glad y'all enjoyed it.
2: Yeah. So how did your product line come about? I'd like to give the history, um, because it's such a unique product and it's such a great product. I'd love to give that to our listeners.
6: Sure. We were founded back in on Mother's Day in 2006 um, by our CEO, Mom Shazi, and our um, co-founder, Jessica. And they just wanted to come up with a line that was better, healthy, more nutrition. Um, After watching one of her friends struggle to find healthy options, we created this line. It started with a frozen line, and then it just escalated to, you know, everything now. Baby food, toddler, kids, adults. We're just a line for the entire family. so.
2: Now, what do you think is your, your, or not what do you think, but what's your best-selling, you know, because I know you most for organic meals and snacks for, like, babies, tots, and kids. What's your best-selling product right now?
6: Happy Squeeze is taking off, and it's super, I mean, everyone's loving Happy Squeeze. When we do the events, that's what everybody loves, because moms... And the older kids can eat it. I mean, our stage twos and our stage four, those are probably one of our most popular ones. The flavors that are actually in the commissary are some of our top-selling lines, like the green bean pea and pear. I'm not sure if I sent you that flavor. Or like the blueberry banana beet. I mean, so those are like the go-to flavors for moms, six months, you know, to 18 months, the toddler baby stage. So they get those fruit, they get the fruit, and they get the vegetables in one pouch, unlike a picky eater where you know maybe baby wouldn't want to eat green beans but he'll definitely eat it in this you know healthy organic pouch so
3: and I was just gonna ask so this is like a little soft pouch that they squeeze and it'll squirt out when they eat it is that what's happening
6: Correct. So you don't we cool. have to spoon, spoon feed or anything like that. They could just squeeze it directly out of the pouch. And that's how our adult line is now too. Um, we've just revamped our stage three, which is the mushier, chunkier texture that is now in a twist off cap like all the other baby food, um, products that we offer. So that's new. That's launching in stores here. Um, so now all of our products are in these squeezable pouches with the twist off cap.
2: Hmm. Well, and what I liked about it, Rob, is I liked the ones that we see, you know, you take the cap off and you squeeze it. It's almost like an oversized, like, thing, of toothpaste. It's hard if you've never seen it to imagine it. So it's got, like, this pretty multicolored top, like they're green and blue and Mm -hmm. orange. And you twist them off, and it's like a little twisty bag, almost like Spaceman food from the 80s and 70s. love
3: it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But you could, like.
2: You know, we like squeezed it over yogurt and then I squeezed some of the, it was like some apricot banana or something like that that, you know, I just squeezed on top of the oatmeal and I loved it because I could seal it back up. I mean, the kids loved it because it was fun. It was a fun way to eat their vegetables and their fruit. Um, but it was also really convenient because you can throw them in your bag and they don't leak. It's not like some of these containers that, you know, you have to carry the glass jar around or the plastic jar and, you know, it was just really convenient. I There, was, there wasn't anything I didn't like about it other than you didn't send me more
3: (laughs) (laughs) well that brings us to the next question ladies where what about your distribution victoria because um what are you in retail outlets is this mail order is this uh home demonstration how how would we find you well,
6: our Happy Mamas that are in the community, they're not multi-level marketing. They work, you know, directly for Happy Family. There's a store locator on our website, but we are in all your major stores. We're in your Target. We're in all – most of the commissaries, Connest and Oconest. um We're in Walmart. This, the adult line is in Walmart. We're online. We're in every – all your major grocery stores were there.
2: Yeah, I wow. saw you in Target. I was so excited. I was going down the aisle. I'm like, oh, there they are. <laughs>
6: <laughs> and, of course, we're in your Whole Foods and your air, Earth Fair, your organic stores also. If you're lucky, I'm lucky this, this move to have one in the military town because you're not always lucky to have one, and I have both.
3: So, um, And I think that is so important for a military family because especially when you finally find a product that your picky eater is going to eat or you have that that additive to a uh, plain yogurt that you know is going to be just right Um, and then all of a sudden you move to another part of the country you're at a different base or a different uh, post and it's so difficult to go out and try to find the things that you know your family needs or wants or whatever so I'm so glad that you have this sort of multi-layered distribution, retail but also website but also um, other distributions, this is wonderful Um, Are
6: you you on Amazon. Oh, I was just gonna. Go we are on Amazon diapers. Um, the easiest is just go to our locator on our website and um see where we're all at when they're um. at an event and they happen to meet a mom. You know, she'll have the list of the commissary. I always and what commissaries we're in and, and all that um, goodness. I mean, we're in all your top, you know, medium to large commissaries. So we're. We're out there on on the military side, definitely. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, but it's
2: Amazon Prime free shipping. That's what I always look for because then I can do my shopping online if it's free shipping. You know, with gas prices the way they are, it's just easier for me to do. And I'm a single mom with two kids, it's just so much easier for me to shop on Amazon and have it shipped to me. And as long as it's Amazon Prime and I'm looking through and majority of your stuff is, that rocks out. That's great.
6: I love Amazon. What military, you know, spouse doesn't? So, <laughs>
2: right.
3: What's it if I don't need it? If it's not at Walmart, Target, or Amazon, I don't need it. I love it. <laughs> and another big plus for your company, as if all of that wasn't good, your social awareness is is just phenomenal. Uh, talk a little bit about your um, your social responsibility initiatives.
6: Well, yeah, I mean, what our local military moms do, and even our regular civilian moms across the country, is they just go to events. So, like, our military moms will go to your MWR event or an FRG event or Mm -hmm. an ACS event, and they'll educate the military families on healthy eating. So they'll educate mom and dad on healthy eating for the babies and the toddlers and the children, but they'll also educate mom and dad if mom and dad want education on how to eat healthy. And it's not just, you know, our products, what organic food is, and we do organic food classes. So we're really there, you know, to take health and nutrition seriously, and we're here to help you. So you just have to find the local mom in your area and meet her on an event or meet her on a base event and she's there to provide you with you know any questions or answers that you might need so
3: i love when we have our farmers markets and whatnot locally because then you do know you're getting uh local and fresh foods but i think the word organic can be so intimidating these days because we're not quite sure and um i love how uh it it how much your website really does give your background and give all of your product information it's really you've got allergen charts nutrition guides uh, intakes and best resources it's really a wonderful website and we should probably make sure everybody has that it's happyfamilybrands.com and brand is plural brands.com um, this, is, this is really a very rich website with so much good information
2: It is. It's easy to navigate and it's easy to find stuff, especially because, you know, on most bases, you know, from my experience, you know, the food, I mean, the commissary does the best it can. I know it does that, but Mm -hmm. it's like there's a lot of fast food and there's a lot of fast food that cater to the bases, but um, you know, a lot of these bases are located in places where you're not getting organic produce, or you're not getting produce shipped to you in a way that you know for certain that it's organic or that it's chemical free, or whatever it is you're looking for. It's really tough. It really is.
3: Yeah, yeah. Um, would do you have anything on the horizon? We've only got about a minute left before the end of the show. Uh, anything new on the horizon? Yeah, we have openings at um, Camp Pendleton and Fort Bragg
6: for any military spouse. They can just email us on Facebook or Twitter or um, email you guys. We have open positions for military moms to work on the bases there. And then we also have a new campaign. We just started Stories from the Bright Side. And if they just go onto our Facebook page they can enter um, to win $20,000 towards their child's education. So it's basically, as parents, we all have the same experience or funny moments or whatnot about food, and then they can go online and tell us their story or enter a chance to win. So that's a cool new little campaign we have going on in the summer.
3: Oh, wow, that is awesome. Victoria Smith from Happy Family Organic Superfoods, and we want to make sure you go to happyfamilybrands.com. Thanks for being with us today. This was great.
6: Thank you for having me, ladies. It was a
3: pleasure. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear my background, but I have got the biggest rip-roaring thunderstorm that's just going over my head. So, <laughs> Oh, that's funny. I
2: can't hear anything.
3: I wonder if all of a sudden you're just going to hear zzzz, and all of a sudden I'll have that blonde curly hair. <laughs> there goes Robin. Right on the air. Oh gosh. Next week everyone's going to want to tune in. We have not uh, had Debbie Gregory on for a while, but she's coming to for a visit. She's from Military Connection and also the Veterans and Military Business Owners Association. and uh, We will also have Keith Jones and I uh, uh, not sure exactly what his website is because it doesn't say it on my chart, but I do want you to tune in so that you will find out who Keith Jones is <laughs> here on Military Mom Talk Radio. We'll see you next week. Have a great week, everyone. Stay out of the thunder. <laughs>